Welcome to Saturdays in the Spirit. As a local church, Frontier Church is committed to five spiritual practices that together form the way of Jesus. Scripture, solitude, Sabbath, self-denial, and the seasons. What Saturdays in the Spirit is, is Saturdays in the Spirit exist to help us put solitude into practice. And the point of Saturdays in the Spirit isn't Saturdays. The point is to live out Sundays through Saturdays in the Spirit. So think of this as your intro course to solitude. Tonight's guided prayer, I think, has the capacity to be unlike any other night, or at least unlike any other Saturdays in the Spirit that we've done. Because rather than our regular guided prayer approach to prayer tonight, what we're going to do is we're going to meditate on a couple different passages where biblical authors experience a vision of the holiness of God. Why are we doing this? Because last Sunday, I preached about experiencing the holiness of God, mostly by by focusing in on Isaiah chapter 6. And I wanted to say more about how these encounters, like Isaiah's encounter, Habakkuk's encounter, they're not just limited to the biblical authors or or even just big historical figures who have these profound experiences with the holiness of God. This actually is a strong theme all throughout the Bible. It begins with Moses' encounter with God on Mount Sinai, and it continues all the way to John's vision of the holiness of God in the book of Revelation. So it's front to back in the Bible, and in other words, you can experience the holiness of God. So tonight... I'm going to read a couple visions of God's holiness. Isaiah 6, Ezekiel 1, and Revelation 21. And this might be dangerous. There's actually a rumor that in Second Temple Judaism, Ezekiel's vision, which we're going to explore tonight, was banned from the reading of young men. You, you had to turn 18 before reading Ezekiel's vision because when young men would meditate upon this vision, it apparently would whip them into such a frenzy that they would go crazy. So as we press into each of these visions, I would encourage you to have no other goal tonight than experiencing the holiness of God. Imagine these visions with the eyes of your mind. Simply look at the holiness of God as we work through these visions with the eyes of your heart. Ask the Holy Spirit to help you picture each of these images with vivid detail until you can see yourself responding to the holiness of God in each of these visions. Some of these visions are going to be filled with way too much detail. They're going to be way too much for you to handle. Like Ezekiel's vision is just jam-packed with all of these minute details. Just try to grab on to one or two of the details. Just hold on to one or two in these visions and just sink your teeth. Just envision those. So before we do this, just spend the first chunk of our time together tonight asking the Holy Spirit to open the eyes of your heart.
Isaiah chapter 6. Meditate on this. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting upon a throne, high and lifted up, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Above him stood the seraphim. Each had six wings, with two he covered his face, and with two he covered his feet, and with two he flew. And one called to another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is filled with his glory. And the foundations of the threshold shook at the voice of him who called, and the house was filled with smoke. And I said, Woe is me, for I am lost. For I am a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips. For my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. Then one of the seraphim flew to me, having in his hand a burning coal that he had taken with tongs from the altar. And he touched my mouth and said, Behold, this has touched your lips. Your guilt is taken away and your sin atoned for. Ezekiel chapter 1. Meditate on this. As I looked, behold, a stormy wind came out of the north and a great cloud with brightness around it and fire flashing forth continually. And in the midst of the fire, as it were gleaming metal, 
and from the midst of it came the likeness of four living creatures. And this was their appearance. They had a human likeness, but each had four faces, and each of them had four wings. Their legs were straight, and the soles of their feet were like the sole of a calf's foot, and they sparkled like burnished bronze. Under their wings, on their four sides, they had human hands, and the four had their faces and their wings thus. Their wings touched one another. Each of them went straight forward without turning as they went. As for the likeness of their faces, they had a human face. The four had the face of a lion on the right side. The four had the face of an ox on the left side. And the four had the face of an eagle. Such were their faces. And their wings were spread out above. Each creature had two wings, each of which touched the wing of another while two covered their bodies, and each went straight forward. Wherever the spirit would go, they went without turning as they went. As for the likeness of the living creatures, their appearance was like burning coals of fire, like the appearance of torches moving to and fro among the living creatures. And the fire was bright, and out of the fire went forth lightning, and the living creatures darted to and fro like the appearance of a flash of lightning. Now as I looked at the living creatures, I saw a wheel on the earth besides the living creatures, one for each of the four of them, and the four had the same likeness, their appearance and construction being, as it were, a wheel within a wheel. When they went, they went in any of the four directions without turning as they went. And their rims were tall and awesome. And the rims of all four were full of eyes all around. And when the living creatures went, the wheels went beside them. And when the living creature rose from the earth, the wheels rose. Wherever the spirit wanted to go, they went. And the wheels rose along with them, for the spirit of the living creatures was in the wheels. When those went, these went. And when those stood, these stood. And when those rose from the earth, the wheels rose along with them. And over the heads of the living creatures, there was the likeness of an expanse. And above the expanse, over their heads, there was the likeness of a throne, an appearance like sapphire. And seated above the likeness of a throne was a likeness with a human appearance. And upward from what had the appearance of his waist, I saw, as it were, gleaming metal, the appearance of fire enclosed all around. And downward from what had the appearance of his waist, I saw, as it were, the appearance of fire. And there was brightness around him, like the appearance of the bow that is in the cloud on the day of rain. So was the appearance of the brightness all around. Such was the appearance of the likeness of the glory of the Lord. And when I saw it, I fell on my face.
Revelation 21. Meditate on this. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and the sea was no more. And I saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of the heaven prepared from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Behold, the dwelling place of God is with man. He will dwell with them, and they will be his people, and God himself will be with them as their God. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes, and death shall be no more. Neither shall there be mourning, nor crying, nor pain anymore, for the former things have passed away. And then came one of the seven angels who had one of the seven bowls full of the seven last plagues and spoke to me saying, come, I will show you the bride, the wife of the lamb. And he carried me away in the spirit to a great high mountain and showed me the holy city Jerusalem coming down out of heaven from God, having the glory of God, its radiance like a most rare jewel, like a jasper clear as crystal. It had a great high wall with 12 gates and at the gates 12 angels and on the gates the names of the 12 tribes of the sons of Israel. On the east three gates, on the north three gates, on the south three gates, and on the west three gates. And the wall of the city had 12 foundations and on them were the 12 names of the 12 apostles of the Lamb. And I saw no temple in the city. For its temple is the Lord God, the Almighty, and the Lamb. And the city has no need of sun or moon to shine on it. For the glory of God gives it light. And its lamp is the Lamb. By its light will the nations walk. And the kings of the earth will bring their glory into it. And its gates will never be shut by day. And there will be no night there. They will bring into it the glory and honor of the nations, but nothing unclean will ever enter it, nor anyone who does what is detestable or false, but only those who are written in the Lamb's book of life. Thank you.
Amen. Guys, I know that Saturdays in the Spirit tonight was different, but I hope it was helpful for you tonight. And this is just your reminder that this is simply your intro course into solitude. Take time tonight to schedule out solitude for this coming week and then fight for it and guard it even while your week gets busier and busier with more obligations. If you're married and you have kids, ask your spouse to watch the kid for an hour or two this coming week so that you can go simply be in the presence of Jesus and be transformed. You don't need a monastery to practice solitude. There are tons of places to practice solitude in Des Moines, places like your favorite coffee shop, your favorite place in nature, a quiet corner in your own home, a walking trail. When you leave everything behind you besides Jesus, anywhere in Des Moines is transformed into a place of solitude. Schedule it, fight for it, guard it, and we'll see you tomorrow morning at church. And by the way, I'd love to hear from you tomorrow morning. If God spoke to you in any meaningful way tonight, Don't keep that to yourself. Tell me tomorrow. Love you guys.